You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 69, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, today's guest says, love is what we were born with. And joining me on today's show is Vesna Kavik. Vesna is based in Adelaide, and she is often referred to as an encourager, a connector, and a supporter of soulful and heart-centered women in the pursuit of fun, freedom, fulfillment, and self-expression. Now, in addition to individually styling everyday women, Vesna runs styling workshops and regularly gives inspirational talks as a public speaker. Now, on today's show, Vesna's going to share that she's failed a lot of times in her personal and business life, and those failures have made her stronger, more confident, and most importantly, they have made her far more compassionate towards herself. Also, as business owners and creators, if we don't fill our self-love and our self-care cups and we keep neglecting and rejecting our inner beauty or bodies, you won't be able to shine your light. And sooner or later, our physical or mental being will suffer the consequences. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about a growth journey, whether personal or business, may feel smoother and lighter when you give it a spiritual meaning and when you treat your body and mind with love and and compassion and so much more so welcome to the show Vesna thank you so much Marie thank you for having me here it's super exciting oh yeah absolutely and before we press record it's nice to be able to talk to someone on the t- same time zone as I am in it's great to be able to talk to global guests but someone from Australia uh, is special as well. I love to give guests an opportunity to share uh, just the progression of where, uh, I guess, God um, introduced various aspects. There may have been projects that you worked on that really guided you down the path to where you are now working, obviously, in your styling business and really empowering uh, women. So take take us on on a snapshot of a journey, if you will, of your life that's led you down the path that you're now working in. Thank you. I love that question. I love that question. So just to give you a little bit of background, Anne-Marie, I have been running my business for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And it's all about helping and encouraging women to dress with confidence. And I can go a little bit deeper in that area. But answering your question, around two years ago, when I was taking women on shopping trips, helping them to bring more outfits into the wardrobe, mm-hmm. um, shopping with confidence, I started to feel frustrated. Mm-hmm. with what I was doing. And the frustration that came from that place of, oh gosh, I'm helping women to buy more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are consuming more and that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I was having this inner conflict. Mm-hmm. And that to me was something that came from my heart. It came as a call from God, mm-hmm. guiding me into a new path. Yes, And that new path felt like your purpose now is to help women to buy less Mm -hmm. we are going through so many challenges in our environment pollution fashion is one of the most polluted industries in the world yes 
And why is that happening? Because the way we consume, mm. we buy with no purpose, we bring more things into our wardrobe, just with that idea that more is going to make us feel better. Mm. And so uh, that to me was an inner call, a mm. call from God, a call from, uh, to, to help women still in the same area, but having a bigger purpose. Mm. So I, like I think the business transition from a place of, you know, a very small, limited purpose into a bigger, mm. much wider, a more, um, yeah, loving, soulful uh, place. Yes. You know, I think where you are working with women, and I can absolutely resonate with what you're saying, is that often when we look at purchasing things, and I can recall even as a youngster, you know, um, I remember... And this is where I kind of share a little bit of my money story and how it's transitioned is that when I was younger, I always wanted to have a new dress and I got a lot of hand-me-downs from my mother. And I remember she was celebrating, I think it was her 40th or 45th anniversary. My, my parents adopted me, so they're a lot older. And, um, and she said, no, no, you've got enough clothes, you know, and like, yeah, but they're all hand-me-downs. So I made a, uh, almost like a, an agreement with myself that as soon as I was going to get my own pocket money or working, I was going to buy myself a dress. But what that did, and it, it talks to what you are saying, I purchased those things as a way to, to express love for me because as a child, I thought my mother wasn't just saying no to a dress, but that she didn't love me because she wouldn't buy me new clothes. And I think one of my uh, friends actually said, oh, well, my mum buys me dress new dresses all the time because she loves me. And you know how kids sometimes <laughs> say that. But it's true. We carry that into adulthood, don't we? And often our spending and, and what we purchase can be to fulfill a need in us that it's like, hang on a minute. Um, why are you purchasing, making that purchase? And when we understand that and we heal whatever it is, uh, we can make much better choices. And you would see that every day in the work you do with your clients, yes? Totally, totally. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. And you're Thank right. You. You're right. <laughs> How many times we shop to, to fill a gap? Yes. You know, maybe an emotional gap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. Now, um, one of the things that I've done in, in my work um, over the decades is there's a, a I use brand archetypes, but I also use money archetypes. And one of them is celebrity, which I was uh, quite some time ago. But now that I've transitioned, I read through that card and I thought, you know what, that's not me anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was able then to because I know now what my identity is. I know that I am loved in through in him. In him. And I don't need to, uh, to to purchase clothes and jewelry and all of the other handbags and shoes. <laughs> the list goes on to fulfill <laughs> that that need. And and you're absolutely right. Let's talk about um, failure. Let's talk about um, whether in our personal lives and in our business lives. The reason I say that is because so often we think that we're the only ones who've experienced something. And I think when we start to have more of these open, honest, transparent conversations. We can be um, so inspiring and empowering to others to say, you know what, there are times when you do have outcomes that you didn't want, but it's how you shift through, how you move through that really will, will, will determine how you end up, the overall outcome. And it's not the end of your journey when you do come up against failure. Share a little bit of your insights and your story, if you will. Yes. Definitely. So I think I used to have a very um, negative relationship with the word failure. Mm. So uh, failure uh, brought to me a lot of uh, disempowering uh, emotions. Mm -hmm. So 
I stopped using the word failure and kind of, you know, uh, reframing it into, into a new world, into a new meaning. And to me, those failures are those moments where we don't get what we think we need, mm. uh, but um, there, is a, there is a reason behind. Yes, yes. And those failures are, um, are to me, gifts mm. and lessons. Mm-hmm. So uh, things happen because we need to become uh, probably a stronger person Mm. or a more intuitive person or more loving or more compassionate. Mm -hmm. So um, those failures, which to me are gifts and Mm. lessons that actually God gives us every day to become and build that character that Mm. we need in order to serve ourselves our soul and to serve our, our community mm. and to serve others yes so, very powerful and that's uh, that has been so transformative in marie because mm. the moment that i stopped thinking oh those um you know those failures are happening to me mm-hmm. and i'm failing i'm not good enough mm. um i got tapped into that victim land mm. It's like, you know, why me again? Yes. Why this is happening to me? Mm-hmm. Why I cannot overcome this? So mm. it has been a, a shift in mindset. Mm. And also a spiritual um, growth journey where I don't see them anymore as a failure. I don't see myself. I don't get stuck in that victim place anymore. Mm. And now uh, transitioning to a place where, okay, so yeah, I have done this. I recognize it. I acknowledge it. It doesn't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. I can feel that. But what's the gift here? Mm-hmm. What God is trying to tell me? What God is trying to um, communicate with me? Yes. So it's, it's no longer something negative. It's no mm-hmm. longer something disempowering. It's actually an opportunity to become Mm-hmm. that character to become that person that we are meant to be yes that I love that and I love the steps that you shared too because you know sometimes when we're going through that experience the challenge or we're faced with you know we'll call it failure because that's how a lot of you know a lot of people refer to it but failure and I learned the same many years ago failure is just feedback that what you did or elements of what we did needs to be cheeked, tweaked, needs to be changed, maybe needs to be eliminated so that you can bring in better resources, better steps to get the outcome that you want. So it's just, as you said, it's just feedback. But to actually be courageous enough to take a step back and actually look into that situation and and be courageous enough to be willing to, to sit still and really learn from that and have the lessons and pray about it and say, Lord, what is it that you're trying to show me? Because quite often, and, and I'd love you to, to, to speak about this, have you found that once you start to do that, you recognize that there have been other times through your life, through your business, through just traveling your, your journey, that you've had similar instances that have happened, but you never really took the time to step back. And yeah. so that lesson has come back. It's come cycle and again and again till we finally learn, we de- as you said, we develop the different strengths, the, the, the better character or the character that we need for the next season of our life. Have you found that to, um, to, be, to resonate with you too, that it has been something that's been a lesson throughout your life till you got to that stage that you went, okay, <laughs> I need to learn from this. Share what happened oh, for you. Todd, yet. <laughs> totally, Maria. I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. 
And I think it comes back to, you know, we live in a fast, speedy, quick, everything is happening so fast mm. nowadays in this time of life that we are not giving us permission to stop mm. because we have a to-do list, because we need to um, complete and do a lot of tasks. Mm. So acknowledging, uh, you know, stopping and yes. giving us permission to stop mm. has been, I think, one of my biggest lessons mm. uh, of, you know, this is important. So why that didn't work? So mm. let's, so for a minute, let's take a couple of, you know, deep breath, connecting with my body, even allowing that opportunity to maybe uh, pray or meditate mm. or connect with your body, whatever it feels like. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, reflect, mm. self-reflection mm -hmm. and taking that time. So, and I'm going to use, I'm probably it's not the best timing right now, but I'm just going to drop the seed right now. We mm. may come back later. Mm. So when you think about the, um, you know, fast food versus mm green food and nutritional food, mm. fast fashion versus slow fashion. Mm. So there are different movements in our life, in the way that we live, that they can lead us into two different directions. Mm -hmm. So a fast way of living, it's a way when we disconnect from God, when we disconnect from our God body and mm. feelings, and we don't stop to reflect, yes. to grow. Yes. There is just a path where uh, we, um, we see our behaviors, we mm -hmm. stop, we reflect, we are willing to grow, we are willing to say sorry, mm -hmm. and we take a slower way of living. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think it's important. And, and everything that you're sharing really reminds me of the many conversations that I've had with people in that by slowing down and taking time, we're far more mindful of what is going on. We're far more mindful and able then to hear when when we are given signs, when we do hear the, the voice of God. And, and he speaks to us in, in, in lots of different ways. But when we're racing from one thing to another, when we're completely you know, focused on other things and our, as you said, our busy lives and our busy to-do list, we can often miss that. Let's talk about it. And if it fits in really well, I, I would love to dive in a little bit deeper in what you've said about, you know, fast Fast fashion versus slow fashion. Maybe bring this into the next point that you want to talk about. I think and is very important in that we know and, and monitor our self-love and our self-care cups because we hear of people who don't do that and who are constantly saying yes, taking on more and more and more to the point where their body says, if you're not going to take charge, I will. And it often shows up with illness or just such exhaustion that we have to rest because our bodies just won't function anymore. Speak a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so running, for example, a BCs, um, we can run in from that place of, you know, keep moving quickly, uh, mm -hmm. ticking the to-do list and, and, and trying to do more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, without taking those moments of reflection, without taking those moments of uh, thinking, tweaking, yes. connecting. And so to me, that's, that's crucial. Um, to me, that has to be in memory with um, making decisions from not only your intellect, mm -hmm. your rational mind. So for example, you're just about to um, have a business meeting. 
Mm -hmm. you, know, you know that you're going to cover a few important topics. You want to discuss with a group of people. And, you know, imagine how different that meeting could go mm -hmm. if you, before jumping into that room, you take a few minutes to connect with your intellect, you know, mm -hmm. what you're going to say, what are the topics that you have to discuss, but also tapping into your body, mm -hmm. where you place your hand in your heart, in your tummy, mm -hmm. and after you go through your intellect, knowing the things that you want to talk, check with your body and your feelings. Okay, how does this feel in my body? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Does it feel good? Mm -hmm. And then checking those points that you're going to discuss with your heart, your spiritual side, with mm -hmm. God, having mm -hmm. a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. um, checking that, you know, you are in that place of walking into that room from a place of peace, mm -hmm. love, and compassion. Yes. So that to me is running a business from a soulful, heart-based, sustainable way mm, yes I, sustainable I, yeah and, and as you're sharing that I can recall many times where I might have to speak on stage or I'm being interviewed whatever it might be even though I've conducted many hundreds of interviews over the last 10 years there's still a little bit of nervousness when the table is turned and I think sometimes that's good because you know that little nervousness is there that you're passionate and you want to, to deliver the best value you can um, but prayer for me as you were saying to really connect helps me to, to focus and, um, and, and, and often you know when you start speaking a sense of calmness just comes over you which you've, you've just shared that uh, is really undescribable and I have been on the other side where I'm not and you can completely derail yourself can't you because what happens is you start to notice the things that you do miss and then your inner critic says well you missed out a whole You're chapter and before you know it there's this inner chatter and it's like shush <laughs> totally right totally right and I haven't um, talked about fast fashion and, and yes. slow fashion yes so um Talking about, uh, you know, business in the business world. So mm -hmm. how we can live in a slower way, more conscious way when it comes to fashion and our wardrobe. Mm -hmm. So for example, Anne-Marie, when we, um, let's talk about our body, body mm -hmm. shape, mm -hmm. um, who we are in terms of our physicality appearance. Yes. We can dress from a place where we follow fashion trends, Mm -hmm. where we get frustrated because nothing fits us, nothing fits our shape. We can dress from a place of using colors to cover, camouflage, mm -hmm. blend. We can shop and bring things into our wardrobe from a place of luck. Oh, I'm just going to buy it because I was such a great sale. I don't want to miss it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to chuck this mm -hmm. into my wardrobe. So buy because we don't want to miss a sale we can dress from a place where um, we are concerned about what others are going to say mm -hmm. about us. Mm -hmm. So that's a way of dressing from that, um, yeah, from a place of not being conscious, not being loving, not being compassionate, following fashion trends, which mm -hmm. is all about fast fashion. Yes. Um, wanting to wear something different from every occasion, so I have to buy more. Or, that's the area that I love. That's the area that I feel so passionate about. And that's the area that I want to spread a message big times mm -hmm. is 
We can play, we can dress from a place where we accept and love our bodies. Mm. Our bodies are unique. They don't come, you know, in five of this particular shape. Mm -hmm. We are unique. Mm. We can dress from a place of feeling empowered in who you are. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter about the fashion trends. You can use those trends to work for you. So you are in control of your body. Yes. So if whatever you can find right now, uh, let's say um, long tunic tops, okay, I'm a short petite woman. How mm -hmm. I can make those trends work mm -hmm. for me? Doesn't matter. I can just get that uh, hemline alter and I'm going to make that top work for me. Yes. We can dress from a place of using colors to make us feel and look re-energized, mm. vibrant, to shine our light, to feel um, bright. Mm. We can shop and buy things with purpose, knowing yes. what we have in our wardrobe, having lists so we can see what's in there mm -hmm. and buy what you need, buy to complement what you have. Yes. And dressing from a place of shining your personality, mm. dressing from a place of showing who you are, not what other tells you what to, to dress or what to wear. Yes. So when you dress from that place, all the things that I have just described, oh gosh, you're so beautiful. Yes, because I can you imagine feel... you're not going to be worried or anxious, are you? Exactly right. Mm. You feel you're in control. Mm. You feel that, you know, it feels like you're dressing in a slower way, mm. in a more conscious way, in a more loving way. Mm. And, and that's when you start to shine your personal, not your personality, your confidence from the inside out. Yes. It's not just the outer confidence. Yeah. Something, um, yeah. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And one of the things that um, my youngest daughter, she still lives at home, she, she works in retail um, and, and so she often will help people make choices and things when she's asked. But one of the things she loves to do and it's part of her job is to organise the, you know, the, the, um, the clothing and all of that. So she completely reorganised my, my cupboard and she had everything in like, you know, pants and then tops without collars and with collars and, and she colour coordinated them. And when I walked in, it was like, that is brilliant. And I, when you were describing that, I absolutely can, can vouch for that. I would walk into my wardrobe and I would think, oh, that can go with that. And I haven't worn that for a while. You actually can see what you have rather than everything's everywhere and you actually forget. So you, when you buy a pair of trousers, you bring them in and go, oh, I'll just put them next to the other five pairs of black trousers or whatever. <laughs> That's what happens, don't we? We don't really remember what we have. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and it's far more empowering when we do have that organised and we feel comfortable and it's, it's allowing us to be ourselves rather than trying to fit what fashion trends or what society says that we are. And I think I'm always talking about, you know, when you're talking about your signature brand, your inside out, who are you, your characteristics, your inner brilliance. And what you're sharing is really the outer expression of the inner you. What do yeah. you feel comfortable with? What complements you? What are some of the colours that just make you pop? Because it makes a huge difference, doesn't it, to your inner confidence and how you hold yourself when you're wearing something that you that feel good in and that you know really brings the best out in you rather than something that just feels so uncomfortable and you're only wearing it because, you know, the latest fashion magazine said that it was in. 
Totally, yeah. totally. And Anne-Marie, if we had two more minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just wanted to add uh, two more things into this way of dressing, mm. which to me gives a bigger purpose into, you know, the way we shop, the way that we treat our wardrobe. Yes. The more we buy, the more we pollute our environment. Mm. And that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Those things that you don't wear, those things that you buy on like impulse purchases, those mm-hmm. things that you um, buy just in case and you never worn them, those things are going to not only occupy and take precious space in your wardrobe, mm. but also are going to go somewhere else. Mm. And the reality is that just a tiny percentage of what we donate, the clothes that we donate, Mm. are sold through, you know, op shops, mm. salvo stores. Another small percentage gets exported to poor countries mm. that they need some clothing. Majority of what we throw out goes into the landfill. Oh. So that's, that's mm. a big problem. That's where my new mission, you know, um, hearing, you know, those inner calls, mm. the voice of, you know, God and what's my purpose is mm-hmm. in, in life. That's a new mission that I'm feeling it's, it's unfolding. Okay, so we need to understand that the way that we are consuming mm. is harming not only our confidence, but also the environment. Yes, absolutely. And clothes our day are so cheap, so accessible. Mm. So um, when you think about a top that costs us 20 30 or $40, um, you know, clothes are so much cheaper than what they used to be 20, 30 years ago. Yes. But what happened is I would love people and, you know, your audience to question is, so we are paying less right mm-hmm. now for our clothes, but who is truly paying the costs of mm-hmm. our clothes? Mm-hmm. So that, you know, makes us think about the people who manufacture, are manufacturing mm-hmm. our clothes. Mm-hmm. How are they treated? Are they receiving a fair um, wage? Mm. Are they um, those places where they work? Are they, um, you know, are they in good condition? Are mm. they uh, treated in good condition? So that's something that goes behind the scenes yes. of the fashion industry. But that's something I feel very passionate about. So be curious about the clothes that you wear. Who made our clothes? How mm. are those people treated? Mm. So we that's are something that less. not many of us think about, is it? When we're going shopping um, for, for for items, it's it's often really hard to to de- to determine. But I think um, raising the awareness and starting to ask uh, those questions will certainly be able to pinpoint those companies that are yeah putting their staff uh yeah above the the profit isn't it to uh yeah which is so important and i think you know when we talk about um building kingdom businesses this is such an important aspect because not only can we impact ourselves as you said said with the the decisions we make moving forward we can also impact the environment but also people involved in that industry too yeah exactly yeah. right mm. exactly right and I, that i think that's that's to me one of the key messages. I think you, you know, when um, I went through uh, your email, um, I thought about all right, what if I had the opportunity to go back five years mm. when I started my business? What things would I have done differently? Yes. In my business, and you know, it is what it is. Um, I have gone through that 
through that journey. But now I have the knowledge to empower my kids mm. to be, if they are entrepreneurs, if they want to build their own business, how they can do, how they can create and build a business that is going to be, not only it's going to provide um, you know, good service mm-hmm. to, to the community, but also that it's going to be um, built in a in a responsible way yes and a sustainable way now and in the future and i love the way that you've shared that because what i can see from when you know previously as you were sharing about the the work that you love to do when you went even deeper and identified your why and what's important to you and what you stand for this is really what i call your stand for that you will speak up for this you will share this message um, the drive that you have to do that, to share that message, to make an impact one woman at a time, one piece of clothing at a time, um, continues to drive you forward even in the moments that you do come across a challenge or an issue in your business because that why drives you forward, that message to bring out there. Would you say that's that's true for you now, that you're connected to that? Oh, totally Totally agree, Anne-Marie, mm. totally agree, because it feels so different yes. when you um, decide to create a business from a place of, okay, seeing a gap in the market, and I'm just going to open a business, you feel, feel that gap. Mm. That is important. But, you know, what it's more important to me is, okay, what does it feel right to you? When I say right, it's about acknowledging our your feelings mm. um is that uh is that something that comes from your mind or that's something that comes from a a, a god mm. uh, you know a message from god mm-hmm. what is that um that idea come from so yeah. to me it's you know if you can sort of blend those two things yes. beautiful you have a sweet and amazing formula oh, absolutely. But, uh, but please you know uh, i guess I'm going to take this opportunity to say to your community there that, you know, whatever you decide to bring into the world, whatever you decide to create, just make sure that comes from that place of, you know, love, that place of wanting Mm. to serve others, Mm. uh, coming from that place of uh, serving a higher purpose. Mm. And sometimes, sometimes we do have to do it the, you know, the tough way Mm. until you realize that, you know, this is not serving a higher purpose. And then, you had to change the tweak things yes to get there yeah and now we've heard you and and seen how you've tweaked things and now it's aligned with your purpose and uh what you're passionate about and and that's what i say when purpose and passion collide doors open things happen that from a human perspective we would never have thought was possible and um yeah and that's because we are living and using the gifts that uh, and strengths and talents that we've been blessed with to be able to impact uh, others, which is fantastic. Vesna, how can people reach out to you? How can they contact you? What's the best way? Yes, so they can go to my website, which is www.vesnapersonalstylist.com.au. Or they can visit me at my Facebook page, which is Vesna Personal Stylist, and um, Instagram, Vesna Stylist. They can send me an email, uh, give me a call. Um, yes, 
I'm, I'm there to serve you. Fantastic. And, of course, we'll put all of Vesna's contact details on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE69. Vesna, before we go, may I say a word of prayer? It's something that I love to do for all of my guests before we finish up the show. Yeah, thank you for that. I just wanted to bring, um, now to wrap up this uh, conversation with a a beautiful um, Bible verse that I love. Mm -hmm. And that's from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And it says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So it's about remembering that we are creating the image of God. So love, God is love, compassion, mm-hmm. light, creativity. Mm-hmm. So in those moments when we feel we are stuck, everything is dark and we don't see any way out, mm-hmm. those moments come, but those moments go. So remember that, that mm-hmm. that's our true essence. Our essence is love, light, and compassion, yeah. and even creativity. You know, God created everything. So we yeah. have that within us. Mm-hmm. So when you feel like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I can't do this. I cannot create anything different. That's just a story. That's just an inner talk that comes mm-hmm. from our intellect. Mm-hmm. So remembering who you are. And your love, life, compassion, creativity. So let's embrace those beautiful qualities. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's finish up with a word of prayer. Thank you for for sharing that um, just beautiful way to end uh, today's uh, podcast. So, Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Vesna and just be reminded of the importance of the decisions that we make when it comes to even our wardrobe, Lord, and, and how we really are out there in the marketplace building your kingdom business, that we're reminded that our choices not only impact ourselves, but also uh, the environment and also those people who are involved in that industry. May we continue to make decisions in that that honors you as well as others around us father we just want to continue to ask for your blessing on vesna's business the clients that she works with and for her mission to go out and to continue to make an impact one client at a time one woman at a time one piece of clothing at a time that continues to honor you father we ask this in the precious name of jesus amen thank you so much vesna for coming on the show i will remember that slow fashion (laughs) <laughs> mindful purposeful i love the word purposeful um so it's person you know purposeful selection of of uh clothing which impacts you know those around you the environment and um yeah those involved in that industry so thank you for, for sharing your message today fantastic you're very welcome thank you for the opportunity You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.